Hello, it is the turn of the lovely Val to take over the Tales on Trent group. Hi Val, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi Val, thanks for having me. My name is Valerie. I write under the pen name Valerie Kyo. Um, I write crime and psychological thrillers and my 20th book is coming out in the, on the 28th of February and it's called A Taste of Deceit and it's available to pre-order now. Um, I used to nurse, but now I write full time. And that's it, really. That's me in a nutshell. Very well. Um, will this be your first signing event? Tales and Friends will be the first one, and I'm excited about it. Um, it's, I think it's going to be doubly fun because it's my first signing event. But I get to meet so many people that I have got to know over the last couple of years on Facebook. Claire, yourself, Donna, um, Amanda, loads of others that I'm really looking forward to meeting. So it should be a hugely fun event and it's going to be so exciting. I hope we do. I hope we sell some books rather than just squeal and hug. But I have a strange feeling there's going to be a lot of squealing and hugging involved. Every day. <laughs> Um, are there any other authors you're particularly looking forward to catching up with or meeting? Um, there are loads. I think I think I want to meet every single one that's that's going to it for a variety because a lot of them write books that I I don't write, and it's always interesting to see what other people are are writing with their books about. Um, I'm looking forward to meeting Jim again because I've met Jim before. Um, Linda, my friend Linda, who's a blogger rather than a writer, she's going so. Um, but there's there's so many I'm looking forward to. Noelle is going, of course. Noelle Holton, looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, everybody. It's yeah, fun. just be wary of a few. I'll give you a list of troublemakers like Darren. Yes, you do that. Yes, the ones I have to meet. <laughs> yeah, but um, Danny Danes um, is an absolute sweetheart. So you'll have to. They'll be squealing and hugging with him too because <laughs> he's a cutie. John Richter is of course, as well. Oh, I've John. met John before. Yeah, John's a sweetheart. Oh, I haven't met him. I can't wait to meet him. I've met him, yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah. Um, out of all the books you've written, do you have a favourite character? Um, do I? <laughs> I, think, I think I like them all as I'm writing them. Um. I like I think it's probably Adele Johnson in my Irish crime series, mainly because there's six books and she's in them all. So she's probably the most developed. Um, I, I think when each when you're writing each book, you fall in love with those characters. Um, and then, then you move on to the next one. It's like it's like leaving old friends behind. Then you get tired of those old friends and so you just get new ones. So yeah. But Adele Johnson and of course Mike West. I think Mike West, I loved writing the character because. He is the epitome of every man I'd love to have met when I was younger, but didn't. Um, he's he's a little bit larger than life, and um, I wish I wish my husband is wonderful, um, but I I don't think there are men like Mike West in reality. <laughs> but yeah, I'd like to meet him in real life. <laughs> um, why did you choose to write psychological thrillers? I started writing straightforward crime novels. Um, and it wasn't until I'd written about eight crime 
this idea of a story about twins. And at the time I had submitted my, one of my crime series books to um, Book Tour at the time. And they, after I submitted it, they contacted me and asked if they could ring me. And Etta Nightingale rang me and said that she loved my submission, but they didn't want to really to go with a crime series that I had already self-published some books in. And she asked me, was I working on anything else? And I said, I started writing this book about twins. And I told her about it. And she said, that sounds interesting. Can you finish it and send it in to us? And that was my first, actually it was my second psychological thriller. I had actually, I had self-published a book that I didn't really know what genre it fit into. But in fact, really it's psychological thriller as well. But um, Secrets Between Us was my first book with Lotan, um, um, book tour, followed by The Housekeeper, which was also psychological thriller. And then really when I moved down to, um, when I left book tour, I spoke to a couple of people and um, I was talking about going back to writing straightforward crime and an editor in one of the publishers I was talking to said that he'd prefer if I wrote psychological thrillers because they sell better. So as it turns out, it, it is the reality of it. And because I write full-time into business, um, I write, I write what I like. I actually don't care what I write. I just write stories, but it also helps if they pay the bills. So psychological thrillers do, do sell better, but my psychological thrillers tend to be very much crime based so there there's tends to be a dead body or so in most of them i think in fact in every book there's a, at least one dead body um and there's some there's police in quite a few of them. so so they are still classified as psychological thrillers although some people would argue that and they said they're more domestic noir stories i actually don't care what people call them as long as they read them and enjoy them. And so far I've been lucky reading them. So, and I love writing them, but then I'd write anything. So. <laughs> well, awesome. I, like, I, like, I like writing crime thrillers. Um, and if I have to veer more towards psychological, well, that's, that's grand. Suits me fine too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you consider writing any other genres? I would like to write science fiction um, someday. I did try to write romance, but unfortunately, I kept wanting to kill somebody off, so that didn't work for me. Um, I, I didn't. I don't. I, I like reading romance stories sometimes, but I'm not really a writer of them. But I, I have an idea for a science fiction book that I might write someday. Someday. Does your husband sleep with one eye open? Then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. He's he, he doesn't even read my books. He's terrible. He doesn't read, which is. Sad, really. Yeah, I find that quite often with families, actually, that generally they don't, you know, some do, but some, nah. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he, just read. he reads the newspaper, that's about it. Um, he looks at the covers and likes the covers, so. <laughs> do you have a favourite cover? Um, I like the cover of The Three Women. I can find it to show you. Hmm. I can't find it. <laughs> and I, I think that, that cover came out really well. Because it was what I wanted. I wanted the three figures, the two more prominent than the other, on it. So um, Bloodhound do exceptionally good covers, I think, anyway. So that came out really well. So I like that. I think I like that's my favourite, maybe, of your books. 
and yeah. I read the new one of course and then that yeah. might be my favorite but yeah I can it, it, it was one of those stories that just came together very well for me um and I, I did really enjoy writing it um yeah some of my stories have been more successful than others I just I write the stories that are in my head and sometimes they work out better than others so um the most controversial of my stories has been this one the little lies um especially in America uh they, they tend to see more into it than I had um, really wanted them to see into it, but uh, it, it's just the way it works sometimes. I think the story was good, so anyway. Yeah, that's clever anyway, so sod the Americans, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> they're lovely. They're lovely. They but are, though. They do tend to be more conservative readers in, in the States. Um, I tend to swear a lot less now in my books than I would have done when I started, mainly for the American market because they don't like you swearing. Um, but I mean, I'm Irish. We tend to swear a lot anyway. I, I tend to use words that I wouldn't consider swearing, but they do. So, um, but that I think it was anyway controversial. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, and. What do you do with any free time that you have? Uh, apart from drinking wine, I, I try to walk every day, um, mainly just to get out of the house, because working from home, you, it's very easy to fall into the habit of just literally getting up, sitting at your computer all day, and then sitting in front of the TV at nighttime. Um, so I do try to get out and go for a walk. It's, it's also, it helps me think through my stories if I'm out walking along the canal and I, I come up with stories sometimes um so yeah I do and if, if I'm anyway stuck in a story about where it wants to go or or not sure where the story is going if I go out for a walk I find that unravels it and um, so I frequently come back with a clearer head and a clearer idea of where I want to go so plus that gets rid of the fat that accumulates around my bottom end as I eat that's why I don't buy biscuits because if I had biscuits or cake in the house, I would literally solidly eat through the packet or eat through the whole cake. Um, and that would be the end of me. So, yeah. I try to do gardening, only garden's gone a bit wild. Well, it's been freezing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So, <laughs> so we uh, won't be providing you with a pack of biscuits at Tales on Trent then. <laughs> well, yes, I could eat your biscuit. I've never known anyone eat one or two biscuits and then return a packet. I've, I'd love to meet someone that does that. <laughs> my, husband, my husband, Robert, can eat one biscuit or one chocolate, one chocolate from a box and put the lid back on. That's not normal. <laughs> no, I know. He thinks I, but then he complains because I, I eat half the box and say I feel sick. And he'd say, what did you eat half the box, right? Because they're there calling to me. And once you've had one and you've got the taste, then it's rude not to. Really. I think so. <laughs> um, well I don't have any more questions for you so I will hand the group over to your capable hands for the day and see what you get up to and look forward to meeting you in May yes and only a very short time away no good I can't wait it's just squealy the squeal is just yeah <laughs> it's, going be, it's going to be such a fun time I'm really looking forward to it me too um, so just before we go, would you like to remind everyone where they can get your books from and where they can find out more about you? You can find all about me on 
Amazon, really. If you click in the connect to author, you'll find me back, find me there. Um, I'll put my um, social media doodads on the page on, what day am I doing it? Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. Today when this is live, it'll be today. <laughs> um, yes, today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very slick operation we run here. <laughs> today, I will have it there so you can look at various things and uh, my books are on Amazon and uh, my next one is available to pre-order now in fact two of my books I'll give you a heads up two of my books um the lies he told and the couple in the photograph are both on promotion at the moment for 99p you mm-hmm. couldn't Greg's sausage roll for that Donna no you can't they're 105 now yes then you can get one of my books which will last a hell of a lot longer and a hell of a lot less calories than I do. Indeed. I will share that in my group as well, as well as the tail group. So. And on that note, thank you very much. Thanks, Janet. Talk to you soon. Yeah.